Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Good News Podcast. Today, we're going into a topic that in some ways, it's, it's, it's a bit of a tough one. It's a heavy one. It's around grief and, and loss. But when you think about it, it's relevant to all of us because we all we all lose loved ones. We all will lose someone we, we love. And, and I love this conversation with Carol Ann Schneider. Uh, she has done a lot of work around grief, mostly because she's experienced a ton of loss in her life. But she does it with a really hope-filled kind of way. And I think you'll catch that in the conversation. She does tell a story that that really was quite interesting. It, it, it was a time where where her family was was looking for me to be able to do the service for her mom before her mom passed away, and she calls it uh, "Get the Minister." And there's a there's it's a kind of a funny story that that I think y'all will appreciate it as, as well. And it does not happen eh? when we remember people we love. Um, that is part of the good news that that sometimes absolutely makes us uh, sad and, and feel a, a sense of, of, of loss. But but there's also a lot of smiles and laughs too as we remember our life shared. And I think you'll catch a bit of both of that in, in this conversation. So friends, let's, uh, let's get going. Uh, fast your seatbelts, get ready for a really hope-filled ride today. Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Good News Podcast. And I'm, I'm really excited about the conversation today. This is one that is relevant to everyone because we all lose people we love. It's a part of life. It's a challenging part of life. But we have someone with us today, a good friend, a, a very strong leader in our community, and uh, certainly glad for the connection that we have. This is Carol Ann Schneider. And uh, Carol Ann has been doing a lot of work around her own grief. And I love the way God has brought her through and leading her to help others. So we'll get into that, but maybe just a place to start, Carol Ann, uh, your own experience of, of grief and loss and, and yeah, how, how that's been um, worked out in your, own, in your own life. Well, there's been a lot of it mm. and uh, it's always different, but I feel that it's a personal journey and there's not a one size fits all solution. Mm. There's a lot of books mm -hmm. out there and a lot of advice, and uh, I think that it's it's something that healing comes with time. Mm -hmm. I think that's really the only truth about those, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. the stages of grief. Mm -hmm. But I think for me personally, just being able to give myself permission mm -hmm. to be sad on those days where I feel sad mm -hmm. and to... Uh, try to live double is my motto. Mm. Live double for those that I've lost because that's what they would want me to do. Mm. What does that look like, living double? Yeah. It just, you know, I I include memories in almost everything that we do. Mm. And I think that for me, that's the healing part. Mm. And, and it's bringing a little piece of, you know, those loved ones with me mm. on my journey mm -hmm. and just remembering... Uh, the crazy stories they used to talk about and just, you know, doing double for them. Mm, that's cool. So doing all the fun things that they would want to do or that I would want to do with them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's, Mostly around family. So like uh, any any examples that come to mind in, in the way that that would play out? In, oh my you know? goodness. My parents were, um, they loved to entertain and their house was the house that everybody went to. The mm. door was always open. It didn't matter if it was day or night. If you needed a meal, they would put one on the table. My mother was an expert at trying to make a roast beef feed 30. Um, and I think I inherited that from them, that sense of wanting to host and be the hostess and just be surrounded by people and mm -hmm. just be joyful and have fun. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Eh? And I think when you have that mentality, um, you know, you, you just, you do, you, you think of, 
of your loved ones who who you miss, who you've lost on a day-to-day basis, just to go about your life. Because eh? as you're talking, like I'm thinking about things that we do because we we remember my, my wife's father passed away just a little over a year ago, Frank. And like not a week goes by that we don't think of him. And so, you know, when we say grace, like he was always um, adamant, being a farmer, recognizing that where food comes from, the work that goes into it, he was always adamant that when you said grace, you said thanks for the food, but also, and thanks for the hands that have prepared it and, and where it's come from. And so we say at every day at grace and we think of Frank, it's like a way to double, double down on it, you know, sort of thing. And yeah, that's, that's a cool way to, to look at it. I love that. Yeah. I have, um, well, I have this thing last night I was up really late. I was wrapping presents. Mm. So I was the midnight wrapper. And my dad used to always, you know, he lived with us before he before he passed for a number of years. And he used to, um, we bought him Alexa. And he loved Alexa, but it was hilarious listening to him. Alexa, play this or play that. And she couldn't understand his Scottish accent. Okay. But she knows the his playlist. And so, you know, how I pay honor to him is I often say, Alexa, play the golden oldies from the 1960s. Mm. And it's crazy how just hearing that music and thinking about, you know, the times we shared together. I'm often dancing in the in the kitchen and the, the family room to my dad's crazy old tunes, right? So, and I think that's paying, mm-hmm. paying honor to him too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and the memories of that, because he danced with me in that kitchen a million times. Mm. That's so, that's so cool. Yeah. And, and, and it really, you're blessed in, in, in that experience too, eh? You, oh, you, very you, much you feel, so. It's almost like you feel their presence and, but also like they're good, they're good ways to live, like to, to stop oh, and listen to sure. music, stop and dance so for us to give thanks for the, like it reminds us in a very intentional way that like, I love that was, that was, that was a significant lesson that he, he taught us and we kind of keep living into that and are blessed by that. Oh yeah. yeah. And even, you know, we did an addition to our home when my father came to live with us. Mm. And when we were doing that, one of the requirements on his list was, well, you know, we have to have enough room to sit the whole family down for a meal because my parents were really big about that. Like if we're going to gather together as a family, let's all sit together we're not doing this buffet stand up and eat yeah. your dinner style. So, um, so yeah, we have a we have a room that we move the couches out. We rent tables and chairs, and we bring it in, and it can be a banquet hall on the days where we need it to be. Mm-hmm. You know, and paying, you know, tribute. Yeah. Last year, I found some of my mother's china dishes in the in the basement. I was like, oh wow. I remember that was like her Sunday best. She mm-hmm. would save it for Sundays and special occasions. And I added to it. So now when we sit down, you know, we pull out my mom's old china mixed in with some of the old pattern that I was able to get yeah. my hands on. And we have like a granny dinner. It's <laughs> really great. cool. That's yeah. great. And you, and you think of her and you feel oh, her presence. Sure. And no, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and, and that's, and that's, you know, we'll, we'll get into the hope and, and, and love some of the things that, that God has been leading you to do, Caroline. Um, and, and it's so hopeful having these kinds of experiences where we remember and honor them. Um, there's also a, a, you know, a sense of, of deep loss when we, when we lose someone that we love and don't want to, don't want to move too far into the conversation without naming and acknowledging that as well, because, um, yeah, some people could be listening to this or watching this today who, 
yeah, that's that, that might be where they're at today or right right now. And so, as as you think about the 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 real loss that you've experienced, which has led to some amazing things in your life, including these kinds of experiences, there's also a, I know a depth of 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 brokenness, you know, that that's been a part of the journey as well. And, and maybe if we could talk a bit about that, you know, as well some of some of the the challenges along the way, the the the, the tough days that, that you've had. Um, yeah, because you just miss these great yeah. people who who you've been so blessed to share your life with. Yeah, I think for me, the reality that life is never the same mm. and that you are transforming into a new normal mm. without your loved ones. And there are days where that looks really awful and I cry and I, you know, the songs that come on the radio, mm. they don't make me dance. They make me, mm-hmm, make mm-hmm, me weep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what kept me constant or what's helped me when I've got to that very depth of, you know, the despair, <laughs> because it's, it's really awful, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is that I remind myself that I'm not going to arrive anywhere, that it is the way that it is. Mm-hmm. And you can't shove the sad under the rug Mm -hmm. because it's going to come up at the least, you know, sometimes the most inconvenient moments in your life, you know? Um, And I think just being kind to yourself Mm -hmm. and giving yourself permission Mm -hmm. to not expect to be better because there isn't a better. It's Mm -hmm. a new broken and it's a new normal. Mm -hmm. And you just have to, you know, in my opinion, Sometimes you have to go with the flow. And if Mm -hmm. that's a day where you're just like staying in bed with your pajamas on, Mm -hmm. watching, binging on Netflix and, you know, not caring for yourself, um, I think that's okay too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I, I totally agree. Totally agree. I I, I know we lost our our son Lucas back July 2000, uh, two years old. And um, it took me several years to catch up to what was happening in the sense of every, every, Every every July, even even leading up to July, I just I just I, I couldn't name it, but I just, I just felt this heaviness and I felt this fog and I wasn't functioning like I normally would. And just everything I did took me longer. I, I it just it was just it was it was amazing, and it was probably three or four years in before I I, I caught the pattern and yeah. and and it's like oh this is what's happening. I am reliving this every year, and that's not. Bad. It's 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 just real. That's the and reality. I, and I kept giving myself. I, I started, but but before I was like, oh, why am I so? And why am I? And I was just like, okay, no, this is. So I I would I would just learn to expect a little less of myself. Give myself some space. Um, just recognize that this is this is the way it's going to be for a few weeks, and that's okay. But it, it took it took some time. Like I so I really I agree with you. I, th- I think it's really important to be able to acknowledge and be aware of that, and and be okay with that, and just just ride it out a little bit, and give yourself some space, like you said, give yourself some grace. Um, that that's normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I and that is so true. Mm-hmm. Like dates are just, it's you know, it's it's crazy how. You are maybe so busy doing things and yet you're off. Mm-hmm. You know, I call it off. I'm like, I'm just off today. Mm-hmm. And then maybe a glance at the calendar or, you know, something that's coming up, a holiday or or something. Yeah. And it's like, that's why. Yeah. yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it just it catches you. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's the thing about grief is that it just it's it's always there yeah. and it's gonna catch you, but you have to catch yourself. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. And not stay down for too long. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, it, you know, you mentioned those days where, you know, could be anniversaries. Could be, and if, what, I, what I hear from a lot of people, and I think I've experienced myself too, is that the, the days, there's, there's days that you kind of know, come, you see them coming. Christmas is coming. Their birthday's coming. Mother's Day, Father, you know, sort of thing. And you kind of almost prepare for those days. But it's those days where you don't expect it, you know, where, and, and I know one grief expert said grief is like a tidal wave, like it just kind of washes over you and you, you barely see it coming. And I, I think that's very yeah. real. And, and I, I hear that a lot, you know, that, that it's not those days that like, I, I see those coming, I prepare for them. I, I'm, also, I'm ready to be sad or that, or I'm ready to maybe yeah. do something to, to not just be sad, that whatever that might be. But it's those other ones, right? Where oh. those moments where I had just hits one. you. Did I had you? one recently, okay. we were in um, Vancouver. My sister uh, had lived there when she was alive in Ladner, and she'd moved there when her kids were little, and I was mad at her for moving because my parents were, you know, pining for their grandbabies, and so I boycotted going to Ladner. I'm like, well, I'm not coming there. Why do we always have to, you know, spend our vacations visiting you, which I loved her dearly and wanted to see the kids. And we were in Vancouver going to Victoria to help her son with a move this past summer. And now I'm, I'm going to cry. Um, we were on the highway and there was a cutoff for Ladner. And I just sobbed for the next like two hours in really? the car. And I said to Brian, I was like, I can't control it. It's just not stopping. And it was that reality that I'd boycotted and I'd missed out by not visiting her there and paying, you know, and here I was in that spot that she loved and she wasn't with me and I couldn't go back in time. But how many years would that Oh, have been my like sister, period? my sister died in 1994. Yeah. This is, this is, it was a long time. Amazing. And this was her How'd middle, real, can... her middle son was, you know, has, has been living in Vancouver and he was moving to Victoria and we were there to help him with his move. And it was like, wow, like, and it did just catch me like that. It was the tidal wave. Yeah, yeah. And it just wouldn't, I couldn't control it. Yeah. You know, my poor husband, he's trying to, he's trying to have me navigate the highway. And I'm like, I don't know which way we're supposed to turn, right? We were supposed to turn to Latner in 1992 and visit her. And wow. we didn't. Yeah. And yeah. we can't go back there. No, no. Well, you know. And that's, that's another thing, isn't it? Isn't it just how time, you know, people will, will say things like, uh, time heals all wounds. And, and, and I mean, there's, uh, my experience would be there that that's not true. You know, yeah, yeah. God heals. <laughs> uh, sometimes people can get worse over time, you know, you know yeah. so there's just not quite that simple or that, that, you know, there's not a formula to it. It's not quite that, you know, um, my own experience would be the intensity often is, has decreased over over time for for whatever reason, but but it amazes me. Like you know, you talk about that experience that was so long ago, and but the emotions were still so real t- today. And there is oh, a sense yeah. that it. it I think people wonder, oh, you know, I can't believe I still feel that way. That that was that no, happened so long ago, right? A, but what would you say to that? Because that's yeah, but because yeah. it's still very real. Like yeah. that's yeah, that's it's it doesn't it doesn't work that way. It's it's not just no. this happened a long time ago. I've put it out of my mind. I never think about it again. And that's another part of my, it's all part of your, your life. Yeah. Now even. And mm-hmm. I was there uh, and, you know, I had, I, I guess it was, you know, it was, it was a regret. Yeah. And I think that's true of grief too. Yeah. 
there's regrets that you have about not saying something or doing mm -hmm. something or taking action when you could, when your loved one was alive and you can't, there's no do over, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? So you have to live with it. So what, how do you do that? What did you do with that situation? Can I, can, can, yeah, this I would just, be great. I, I people... just let myself cry and, okay. and I couldn't wait until we met up with my sister's son because mm. we were driving in different vehicles. We were driving okay. the U-Haul truck yeah. and I couldn't wait to meet up with them and say, wow, you know what? Like I just, your mom did you is tell, so... Did you tell him what had happened? Oh yeah. yeah. I said like, yeah. I just like yeah. <laughs> felt your mom like just like come through that wow. truck and she's definitely here with us, you know? Oh. She's on this mission with us and, and, you know, and, and I think that part of maybe why he's there is it's got some good memories mm. from when he, from his childhood, okay. you yeah. know, that yeah. was a happy time in their life. Yeah, My sister was well, she was a young mom. They were, you know, a family yeah. enjoying their life. And yeah. What was, what was his response when, when you told because so often people don't talk about a loved one thinking, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to bring something up that's going to be hurtful or painful for someone, you know, in this case, your, your nephew who lost his mom. Um, my, 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 my sense, my experience is that people actually love it when you talk about someone, but, but I think sometimes people hold off. They're afraid of that. So I'm just curious, yeah, what was, what was the response? Well, we've, we've, that, that's one thing that, you know, I think that we learned in time, mm -hmm. if there's such a thing, mm -hmm. um, you know, when I was younger and we lost was, was, you know, we, I lost a cousin when he was young, he was 21 and he, you know, had a blood clot in his sleep and he died. And I was so young and there wasn't a lot of talk about him then, you know, my grandmother died. There wasn't a lot of talk about that, but the more death, I guess, that showed up at our door, the more vocal we became about sharing how we okay. were feeling, yeah. you know, um, my parents were super loving and, you know, we, we shared, you know, they would say, I love you all the time, but I think it brought a whole new depth as I aged mm. and as there was more sorrow in mm -hmm. our lives mm. that we really, um, you know, um, shared more. Yeah. 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 It, it, it sounds like you almost, to, you almost became explain. good at talking about it because you talking know, about which it. is really healthy. Yeah, for sure. And, and, and I think that you're right. There's a lot of people that, that are, they don't know what to say, so they don't bring it up. And, yeah. um, it's, it's hard to be that person that sits in silence. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah. Because you want to talk yeah. sometimes and you're afraid of what other people are going to say or how they're going to mm -hmm. react mm -hmm. or if you're going to step on their, mm -hmm. their toes or, mm -hmm. or have them feel sad because you don't want to bring mm -hmm. that on them, mm -hmm. but they're already sad. So yeah. 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 Like, yeah. It's no. okay. No. You know? and, and even when you've lost someone who you love, like you, you still enjoy talking about them and remembering them. And I, I feel like when we help people do that, um, whether, whether we share some of our memories or, I love asking people questions about like what what was so and so like, and you could just see people come to life, even even in the midst of being broken, like just really sad. Um, they'll shift gears for a moment just to just to remember, because even though the loss is real, um, so are the memories, and so is the life that you've had, and that that is still there. You haven't lost that, and when people talk about it, you can just see it's almost like resurrection happening in the moment, and oh. it is because you're remembering. 
in a way that you're literally bringing that person back to life for, for the moment. Yeah. And, and you do feel their that's presence. That's part of the live double. Yeah. Like yeah. the doing things that they would like or they would love Yeah, because you do feel like you're bringing a part of them with you yeah. on your journey of life because this is the only one we got. Yeah. yeah <laughs> right? Absolutely. So we have to like live large mm-hmm. and, and, you know, love lots because yeah. that's really the only thing that, that I think gets left behind is mm-hmm. all of that unconditional love. And you can channel that into, you know, your own life. Absolutely. And, and that's the biggest legacy you can give them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is yeah. showing them that you're, you know, a, a stronger, better person yeah. because of them yeah. and the love they left you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, Yeah. Well, I love one of the things that you've been led to do, Carolyn, through all of this. It, it, it's it's very unique to me and and, and special to, to write a book. And and uh, I love the title, Good Grief. Yes. Um, so yeah, and 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 I just want to say, like like um, my sense is one of the places that we find hope is is doing things that that does honor the people who we've lost and and does help us remember them. And this is a big one. So just, you know, as people are listening to this, like that, yeah. this may not be yours. Don't, 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 please, no one feel like you got to go write a book. That's the only way to find hope through loss or healing through loss. Um, everyone will find what fits for, you know, for their personality, for what they love to do, for their loved one, you know, but, but in this case, like, this is what you've been led to do is to write a book called Good Grief. So love to hear how that came I about mean, and what this is about. So my parents, well, all of my family, like my aunties, my uncles, they were all such good storytellers. Okay. And I could like bend an ear and listen to them for hours and hours. And I wish I'd recorded all the stories mm. because, wow, even when life wasn't good, mm-hmm. they found the good in life. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, for me, writing this book which now I'm totally accountable to you to finish the book, which is awesome. <laughs> and, and, uh, and everybody which is, else. <laughs> which is awesome. And, and, and everybody else is listening. Yeah, but I think, awesome. I think it's, um, <laughs> you know, to be selfish for a minute, it's mm. kind of my own. Okay. It, it's, it's for me wow. because I get to write about these people mm-hmm. that I love so much. Mm-hmm. But I think it's for everybody too, um, even if it's only my family that ever, you know, gets a copy of the book and reads it. It's it's leaving behind their stories. It's trying to share a little bit about who they were with the world. And I know you do that mm-hmm. with your carnival, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. right? Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. like that's, yeah. that's your, yeah. that's your way of, of giving back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so this, I think is my way of giving yeah. back. And yeah. I think that people, you know, there's, there are people that, that can't talk about grief, that it's mm-hmm. not, something that they can share within their family or friends because everybody handles it so differently. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some of it's like, oh, you know, don't talk about that here or or anywhere. And so it's all bottled up. So hopefully some of my stories Mm. can help them on their journey wherever they're at with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And maybe, you know, give them the, you know, the courage to to find somebody in Mm -hmm. their life that they can you know, somebody even like you mm. that's, that can, they can share their stories mm-hmm, with mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and talk about it in a way that, um, will help them with their healing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah. So, so with this particular project, how did, how did, 
how did the title come? Like, what's what's Good Grief? It's a okay, very, inter- so, very so interesting. It, well, it's kind of it's kind of ironic, yeah. isn't it? Right? There's nothing good about grief. Mm-hmm. Um, but in my own healing journey, what I've realized is that like I was gifted so much mm. from these people. Mm. Like so much good came from all mm. of the love that they shared. Mm. And so I feel that the good in it is that privilege and honor of having them in my life yeah, and being able to share those special moments with them. And if, if I was looking at my own journey, then that's what really has been my healing, mm. looking at the good mm. and, and looking at the, at the gifts because, oh my goodness, there were so many, mm-hmm. like you're a gift. Mm. You came through, for, yeah, for, that's you came how we as got a gift to know each other. Through, through grief, um, you know, and, and what a crazy story that is. Well, and, and what's your title for the first chapter? Cause you, you, did, you did share uh, that with me. It's, I was, it's I'm honored. called yeah. Mary, <laughs> which is, a, which is my mother. Yeah. And um, the title is um, Get the Minister. <laughs> and here he is right beside <laughs> me. And I did not know him. But, you know, one of my mother's wishes was that Jamie would, would um, you know, he would minister over her funeral mm-hmm. service. And she didn't know him either. Mm-hmm. But she had come to know him through a neighbor. And I came to find him at church one Sunday uh, many years after my mother had had the conversation with me mm-hmm. that she wanted him to to be the minister for her service. And for some crazy reason, maybe God intervened, but <laughs> the phones weren't working. The email was <laughs> done. There was no reply. And I was like, okay. And my mother was on her deathbed in palliative care. Oh. And I was like, don't worry, dad, I'm going to get the minister. And so <laughs> I've got I, one thing to do. I got one thing to do. And I, and I came to church on that Sunday and yeah. um, we had been introduced to Jamie not formally introduced because mm. we really didn't know him and no. I'd never met him until that day. Uh, but it was, he administered um, mm. for a neighbor. Margo Glue. Yeah. For Margo. Yeah. And yeah. I walked into the church trying to be, you know, like 007 and not be noticed and <laughs> hide in the back and hopefully nobody will see me here and sobbed like crazy. Mm. And of course, the uh, sermon of the day was yeah. how to be a good neighbor. And my mother's neighbor had led us to the church. Oh my gosh. And I thought, well, if there was divine intervention, it's happening here now. Wow. And this is definitely the minister that has been called to our family and to and to do my mother's um service. Amazing. Like that that's just one piece of this story one chapter yeah, in this just book. one little piece but there's so many pieces to it that that you're right like they're oh they're, yeah they're, yeah not to diminish the loss of missing your parents um and your sister um and margo you know like the list goes on yeah but it is definitely a very real part of life and if we if we move through it in a way that god leads us and is healthy we can find healing and hope along the way and grief can yeah. be good because there's so much goodness in just that one little chapter, one piece of the story. And even, you may not remember, um, but I remember the service, and I remember you not knowing my mother, but actually putting together a service mm. that was perfect for mm. her. Mm-hmm. And it was about, I, I I don't know if you recall, but you were talking about two toys, and mm. 
two mm. kids being given mm. toys and mm. one box being empty and the mm. other box okay. being full. Mm. And my mother was able to take the empty mm. and still see the good in it. Amazing. So maybe good grief yeah. came from, <laughs> maybe maybe some of it came from that. But, Who knows? But, eh? but that was, you know, um, you know, you, you talked about despite what, you know, my mother was served in life. Mm. She managed to see mm. the the hope in Amen. in it, yeah. even yeah. in the loss, yeah. and and that I guess is something that I've inherited or tried to say, no try to try to live right uh, out on you know to honor her. That's awesome. No wonder you're doing it too. Eh? When you think it, just even putting oh all that goodness. together, so, there's so, so many stories. So cool. Yeah. There's so many. I mean, and and I think I think the good part is that. We don't often even understand the impact we have on others. No, no. And my parents and all of my loved ones really impacted me and my life. And I make decisions every day based on, hmm, what would they do about this? And what would they do about that? And that is, like, that's just part of them still kind of being around. I Mm -hmm. still... You know, I, I talk about it all the time. I say, there's angels among us, you know, and here they are. Yeah. And the little neighborhood fox walks by and I'm like, yeah, dad, I know you sent him to say hello today. And, you know, and I, I always say, you know, when I get to heaven, I'm going to have really big wings because there's going to be a really big party and <laughs> and they're all going to be there. Mm. And we're going to, you know, we're all going to be able to yeah. reunite. Yeah, awesome. So just uh, with the book then, uh, what are some of the other chapters? What are some of the well, other elements um, to, to, to the Good Grief So book? after I'd lost my dad and I was having a really hard time restarting, I started doing this process of like, you know, get up, Carol Ann, you have to go back to work. Like, mm. you know, you have to you have to figure this out. You have to figure out this coping piece. And my dad was my person and, you know, we'd been through a lot together. Like he'd been my partner in all of the other loss. And he was just this incredible man. And he'd shown me in the last three years of his life after a cancer diagnosis that you're supposed to live in the moment. Mm. And he showed me that, like he did that. His last three years of his life, you wouldn't have known he was battling cancer because he was just so joyful Mm. with every minute of every day. And so I started to journal and I was writing down before I was born, like all the memories that they had told me in the stories about before I was born. You know, my grandmother owned this candy shop and she was the one that, you know, convinced my my dad to to come to Canada and my dad getting his first mortgage on a handshake and all of these things. Mm. Um, and I was like, wow, that's crazy. And then I started to try to put my own um, life in order based on age, okay. zero to five, what were my first memories, you know, wow. five to 10, what were my memories? And when I finished it, I circled all the names of a lot of my loved ones that had been lost mm. at a young age. Mm. And I was like, wow, there is a theme here. Mm. <laughs> like, And the theme is big and it's lost and it's heavy. Um, and look at all of these times you've had to come from broken and try to figure out living Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. the now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's where the book came from because Mm. then I gave myself permission to 
well, if there was one thing that you could do with this one wonderful life that you have, Mm -hmm. what would it be? And it was like, good grief. Like, I got to write a book about all of these loved ones. Mm. And so all the chapters are about all of them. Okay. Every wow. chapter is wow. for one of them. I, I, I could see where that would be so healing for you, but 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 also, like, people who will be reading it, it's going to make them think of loved ones in their life as well, eh? And, and, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just, and it's just a collection of stories, really. Um, you know, I'm not a grief expert, although... Mm-hmm. If they were giving out um, degrees mm. and you had to, you know, go through a number of them to yeah. to get a degree, yeah. uh, then you know I would say that the University of Life <laughs> yeah. has given me yeah. one uh, with For an sure. honors in grief and yeah. healing. Um, and I think that that's you know just just realizing Absolutely. that and yeah. that that it's been I've been so it's been well it's in everybody's life. Yeah, yeah, but. When we looked at the list, when I looked at the list, I was like, oh my gosh, like there's so much of it. Yeah. And so many young people, mm-hmm. you know, people that didn't get to live to their 80s, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, or mm-hmm. 70s. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, just thinking about that and and how important it is for me to share mm. a little piece of them. and mm. Absolutely. And maybe it's a movement. Maybe Good Grief is a movement. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? Wait, who knows? Thing, I mean, you say yes to that, which you yes, have, which is awesome. Absolutely. And then you never know where that might you never, you never know, know where it's going to go. And, and at the end of the day, whatever happens, you're going to experience blessing and healing just by by doing oh. it for, for sure. No, and I and I I think you're right, Carolyn. Like um, you 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 have gone through so much, and the way that you have processed it in a very healthy way that your 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 offering of this, I think, will be very helpful for for people. Um, yeah, sometimes people's best practices and what's worked for them, which is be part of what will be coming out of this book, I, I think will be really helpful for, for people. So thanks so much for having the courage to uh, not only not only take this project on, but talk about it publicly so that there is accountability. As you say, that's great. <laughs> yeah, and, no, and I've got, loving, a, I've loving, got about five chapters. Lo- oh, good for you. you good know, for you. I have well, a lot more, but, well, but it's easier to do things like that yeah. now. There's self-publishing yeah, and, you know, and all yeah. of that stuff. And, yeah. Like I said, even if well, it's only my family that reads it, I'm I'm cool with uh, that. It's a legacy I can leave them. Yeah, I, all I, the I, old stories for sure, for sure. Well, well, want to pray for you before we close, just to, for this book as we get resourced. But before we do that, let's do a little good news okay. podcast rapid fire here okay. to close it off. So, what's the best thing going on in your home and your family these days? Oh my goodness! So we have little people around, and so that's wonderful. You know, um, my niece, her little girl is awesome and she's coming over for the holidays and my other niece my my sister's little grandson he's just he's just so sweet he's two and a half and smart as anything so you know we get to have kids around which is really joyful mm-hmm. and it brings out the best in mm-hmm. all of us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. very cool what's the best thing going on in your neighborhood in your community these well, days well i have an awesome street and wonderful mm-hmm. neighbors and we all support each other over the summer, we had lots of potlucks and gatherings, which was really awesome. And, um, you know, I, I just think we live in a really great community mm. and we have some really friendly neighbors all around Brampton. Mm, so important. I, I think it's one of the most important things we can do is as neighbors, just, just spend time get getting to know each other. That That's so, that's so cool. That's so cool. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Last one. Best thing going on in the world these days. Oh my goodness. So my mother used to always say that she prayed for peace 
we would say, what do you want for Christmas? And as a six-year-old, you wanted to know her slipper size. And she would say, I want peace. And Mm. I didn't really understand what that was. Mm. And the older I got, the more I recognized and Mm. realized that what she was asking for. And I think that the world is starting to see more of that, Mm. Mm -hmm. that COVID did a lot for Mm. us to, you know, forced us to, to seek inner inner peace mm-hmm. within ourselves and see how we could mm. come out into the world. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's going mm. on now. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, let's uh, let's keep praying for that one and living into that one together yep. for sure. Love it. Thanks, Carolyn. So, so good to be with you today and really appreciate you being a part of the Good News Podcast and love, love, love what God's doing in your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very blessed. Mm. And I'm so glad that I came to find you <laughs> Me that too. day. Me too. Me too. It was a long time ago. It was, uh, it was yeah. 2010. Yeah. Awesome. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Well, let's pray to close. That's so cool. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Lots to give thanks for here. Lots to give thanks for. And so we do. We give you thanks and praise. We we think about the people who we have been so blessed to have as part of our life, who we've uh, we've lost that that great cloud of witnesses that continues to to cheer us on. And and just thanks for the way that Carol Ann is. Um, living through loss, but also helping others find healing and hope. And may this this book, Good Grief, uh, give her all that she needs to 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 carry it out, to um, to write and put it together. And and we know that she and her family will be blessed. But we 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 trust that others will be as well. That people will see their own lives, own stories, own loved ones in this, and also find healing and hope through it. So thank you for the opportunity to talk together about something so very real and for the way that you absolutely can rise up through loss and bring your resurrection hope and new life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, thanks again, Carolyn. Yeah. yeah. And thank you everyone for being a part of the conversation. Always, always good to be with you. God bless you and hope to see you again real soon. Well, I told you it'd be a mixture of emotions on, on that one, but isn't that real? Like so authentic. That's life. We we have every day. We have things that that make us experience emotions on all sides: laughter and joy, but also sadness and and tears. And that's that's life. That's a part of life, especially when we're remembering people who we loved. I I love that conversation with Carolyn. What a what a beautiful spirit God has has given her, and and love that that idea of of living double, of of honoring our loved ones by just doing little things day to day that that help us remember them, that, that honor them, that bring them back to life and would encourage us to think about that in our own lives. Who, who, who when we think about the people that we've lost and, and, and still love, what, what are things that we do that remind us of them, that help us to be intentional, that, to live double, that we're blessed as we do. I just love love that that idea. And, and then it's amazing to me that that she has been, that Carol Ann has been led by God to, to write a book, to put a resource together, to collect some of her memories and thoughts and put them down in a way that that will not only help her and her family, but hopefully others as, as well. What a, what a great title, Good Grief. That grief can be good. It can be, it can be hopeful. It can be healing. And uh, I hope 
and pray that that's all part of what you've experienced in this conversation today. Friends, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Good News with Jamie Holtam. And just want to let you know, next week's conversation, it's a beauty. It's with a, a beautiful a man, an, an amazing person, uh, Chef D, uh, Daryl Fletcher. And uh, what a story, what a man of faith. I think you really enjoy that. So I uh, hope you can join us next week for that, uh, that conversation. God bless you, friends. God be with you. And uh, always good to have you part of the Good News Podcast family. Hope to see you again soon. Thanks so much.